Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Pineapple Principle community, welcome back. It is podcast day and I am super excited because I have a new, I've told you guys I have a new co-host for season six that's going to be doing some podcasts with me, and that is the lovely Trinity. So I'm going to let you guys get to know her a little bit. Trinity, tell us who you are, how old you are, and I always start our guest with, and since today's your first day, tell us something that you like to do when you were in high school, like, or teen years, you know, 13 to 18. Do you still enjoy doing that? You know, just tell us a little bit about Trinity. Uh, so my name is Trinity. I'm 21. I go to college um, studying deaf education and interpreting. So like sign language and interpreting and all that. And something I loved to do as a teenager, I loved music. I loved writing poems. I loved writing songs. Mm. I loved playing the piano and the guitar, getting to know my instruments and singing. And that's something that I still do. I still love to do it. It brings me, it's one of my favorite hobbies. Girl, I'm, yeah. I'm finding out something. Every time we have a conversation, I find out something <laughs> new about you. So you, I know you sing, yeah. but you also play the piano and the guitar? Um, I'm learning the piano. I know like just the basics, but the guitar is like my little outlet. Really? Yeah. So you, like, do you own a guitar? Like, yeah. do you play it regularly? Yeah, I do. I do. I have two of them that I keep in my bedroom and I put one in my car. So I'm, I'm normally always playing. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that is that is so great. Uh, I there, love writing. I love writing. Um, I, so you have you wrote songs? I have. I've written songs. I'm gonna start writing a book, and then I just I took creative writing class. Fell in love with it. Love short stories, novels, poems, everything. So let me tell you, you know, we do book recommendations on mm-hmm. the podcast, and I have a hard time finding Christian teen fiction books. Okay to like read and then like recommend to um our community so girl you need to get on a christian fiction uh teen book that is what that is what you need to write and then we will have you back on the podcast just to talk about that book and to let everybody know when it comes out in the world because there is not enough like i like to read as a kid Mm -hmm. like um i grew up like I didn't watch TV. I love to read. It was a passion of mine. I still like to read. And I probably read some stuff in my teen years that I probably had no business reading. Yeah. Like I'm surprised my parents let me read a certain series. I'm not even going to mention it because I don't want people to go out and find it. But now looking back on it, I shouldn't have exposed my mind to that book and what was in it, yeah. you know? Um. So yeah. So I've been on this search to find Christian teen fiction books that are good and clean and but enjoyable and not because sometimes you know we talk about the christian movies and they're kind of corny like christian yeah yeah. and so like i've been really trying to find good stuff like so that girl that's what you need to write there's a whole open door for christian teen fiction (laughs) you get on it on it okay so you know i we're gonna talk about different subjects Mm -hmm. this podcast season uh you and I and just have some good old conversations from a 
young lady who yeah. is not far from these girls age and then with the old <laughs> wise aunt figure um so the first thing that i know that a lot of girls that um, are having a hard time with and then i want us to talk about is just learning to embrace yourself mm-hmm. and what that means and um how to do that yeah. um so like what when i say um learning to embrace yourself what does what does that mean to you um i think for me how i learned to embrace myself i had to be very intentional with knowing and being able to recognize the things that I love, the things that I love to enjoy. Um, but it is like, it's a very long process because you have, you know, other voices, other people telling you like, you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. You're not going to get far if you lean too much on that. Um, so embracing it is really just being able to take it and accepting it and knowing like being content with it, being content, like this is what I enjoy. This is what I like to do. This is who I am, you know, despite what everyone else says. That's what the the word embrace means to me. I love, you know, that I had a conversation yesterday with someone that we were talking and about a girl, a a young black girl said Mm -hmm. she loved country music, but she didn't want to let her friends know that because she's like that, you know, people of my color don't like country music so that was something that she hid it was something that she loved but she hid from her friends because she thought they would judge her Mm -hmm. and not like her because of her she had a different choice of music and that like that bothered me I was like that but that's something you love so you should you know you should just who cares what other people think like your your passion and the things that you like will become like a weight to you it'll be like a weight on you just because other people not accepting it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also embracing h- how God created us. Yeah. The way our body, you know, the way our nose is shaped, mm-hmm. the way our eyes look, the way our hair is. Right. I had a hard time for the longest time because I have natural curly hair mm-hmm. and I ha- it took me a while to learn how to control it. Yeah. So then I went through a phase where I took hot rollers do you even know what hot rollers are do people still use those no. <laughs> so they were like the little things you put up here yeah like rollers like you that people like the old lady do with their hair when they go to the salon yeah. okay so they heated up and you would put them in their hair and your hair so then after they cool down you would take them out and sometimes I would put them in my hair even twice a day. So that's a lot of heat Mm -hmm. to my hair. And I dried it out and I had long, great, beautiful hair, but I dried it out and I fried it. And then I had to get all my hair cut off. And that was like, and I could look back at my, like my eighth grade and my ninth grade pictures where my hair's all cut off and just, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I I, like, I had a hard time and I should have just accepted my curly hair and learned to deal with it. I remember it. in fourth grade, I would wake up crying every single morning because my hair would just be wavy. And I didn't want wavy hair. I wanted curly hair or straight hair. But my like mom told me I had like Jesus hair because it yeah. was just so wavy. And I cried every day before I went to school. See, it, like that's... It was awful. Yeah. Like, and I think that is, we, we need to learn to, you know, because yeah. God, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He yeah. created us. He broke the mold. Like, there is no one else like Trinity. There is no one else like Sherry. There is no one else like you. He created you um, how you needed to be and for your purpose. And he broke the mold after you. And I think we also have a hard time accepting, like, we don't embrace ourselves and what we think are our flaws. But we were created perfectly by God. 
So, yeah. yeah. I agree. I remember all throughout, like, high school, I would, I had, I had just moved from Alabama, so I was living in Jacksonville at the time, and I remember whenever I first moved here, I was really quiet, because I didn't know anyone in Al- in Florida, so I was, like, super quiet, so that became, like, my reputation, was, like, the quiet Christian girl, mm. and so for a while, I was, like, okay, I- I'm not a loud person, I'm not an extrovert, I recharge by myself, you know, I'm an introvert, um, so I don't talk much, but that reputation I took on became my identity, and I started mm. to see me being, like, you know, quiet, shy Christian girl as a weakness, like as a big flaw. And so that kind of set me up all throughout high school for like, just like no friendships, you know, like, like loneliness, all kinds of stuff like that, just because I had taken on this identity that I was like, quiet, and I couldn't be anything else. And for me, that wasn't a strength, that was like a weakness, you know, right. So that's something that I had to work through and had to just like, accept it, because I'm a quiet person. But there's also a lot that God has given me to speak. And I've been able to accept that. And I've been able to just kind of allow him to lead me into those conversations, you know, the right ones that I have the wisdom for, the encouragement for. Right, right. And, you know, like I said, he created you like he he broke the mold, Mm -hmm. but he created you specifically for a purpose. And sometimes we have way too many people that want to talk too much. And you being a quiet person that, that, you know what, that makes you a great listener. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just need a, somebody to listen yeah. because God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason because he wants us to do a whole lot more listening yeah. than we do like talking. Yeah. So what was really um, something that he created as a strength in you just to to be quiet yeah. in the moment, you know, turned in the enemy yeah. got in your head and used that to make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, he used me to be like limited almost to what I would say when I'd be able to speak in certain situations I actually had someone um, from church tell me that because I'm so quiet every time that I talk it's everyone tunes in it's like they put on headphones because yes. they know what I want to say like they know what I'm saying they want to hear yes so she was kind of like that is such a strength that you have yes it's not that like you're uncomfortable speaking it's just that you're a great listener and you know when to speak, when it's going to be encouragement, when it's needed. Yes. You know, so that's whenever I really started to see it and embrace it. I totally agree with that. And that's one of the things that I learned from you and saw Mm -hmm. from you this past, um, when we got to know each other in that small group together is that, you know, because some people just talk too much. Mm -hmm. They just want to be heard, but you just sit there and you take it all in and Mm -hmm. you're very, um, you're very careful about what you share and when you share and when you do every single time Trinity, it is a mic drop. Like that's what I, that's what that is. That is the way I saw you at small group. You would just sit there and be quiet and take it all in. And, and sometimes you would say stuff and sometimes you just, you were quiet. You didn't have anything to add. And I love that because I feel sometimes we live in a society now that just wants to be heard. They want a platform. So, and it's not always about the platform. People who are hurting, they don't need you sitting there giving advice and just rambling and rambling and tell them how to fix themselves. They just want you to be there. Especially if it's coming from like you speaking, you know? Yeah. Because I I also tend to think, okay, is what I'm going to say, is that me speaking to them or is that, is just what the Holy Spirit wants me to say to them? Exactly. So I try to be very careful because if I give you advice from just coming from me, I cannot, I can't guarantee anything, but if it's from the Holy Spirit, then, you know, 
Amen. From him. Amen. Yeah. Yes. So I am glad that you are embracing that gift that he gave you to yeah. do more listening mm-hmm. than more talking and mm-hmm. be that quiet girl. Um, because, you know, he did. He gave us those strengths. Like our, our whole thing is we were put on this earth to help others. He right. gave us free will to decide if we want to love him and if we want to serve him. But he got, went ahead and equipped us with mm-hmm gifts that only we can do yeah that only we can do and I feel like that's another way that we need to you know embrace ourselves yeah. so I don't know it made me think um uh first Peter 4 10 through 11 says God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts mm-hmm. use them well to serve one another do you have the gift of speaking then speak as though God himself were speaking through you do you have the gift of helping others do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ and glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Like, and I think that we, yeah, we got to learn to love ourselves mm-hmm. and le- learn to love the things that, um, that we love, that yeah. we're good at. Like, yeah. I think a lot of the times we know our gifts, like we know almost what our calling is. But we put it on the back burner because we're like, we're fearful almost. We're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be humiliated. I don't want to disappoint them. But we know it. And when it's from God, this is something that I've learned um, just because I remember when I was 16, I knew that I was called to be an encourager. I was called to be someone who encourages people, whether that's like vocal ministry or what it is for me. Um, just someone who writes books, you know, someone who encourages specifically young women. And that's something that I put on the back burner just because I was like, okay, I'm the first Christian in my family. How many people is this going to disappoint if I go into ministry? You mm. know, um, I'm the, like, I'm not supposed to, they're not, my, my parents believe like there's not supposed to be women speakers. What happens if that's my calling, you know? But when it's from the Lord, this is something I've had to learn. It's almost completely undeniable. Like that's something that I've learned because as many times as I try to push it away, I try to push it to the side, God, I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to do this panel. I'm not going to do this four minutes of fire. You know, I'm not going to go on stage and speak mm-hmm. because that's like against the customs that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Every time that I try to deny it, it's like there's so much peace in what God is calling me to do that I just can't deny it anymore. You know, it's like I called yep. you to this. I equipped you to this. Not only that, but it's like it's a strong passion. That's how you know, like that's your gift. You know, that's your calling. Yeah, it's something you can't deny. Like if I were to say. I, woman can't speak, so I'm, I can never do a podcast. Like, I can't encourage anyone. I can't right. have a small group. You know how much I would have been able, you know how much I would have held back from what God wanted to use me for? How many people, like, that would have affected just because there are some people who listen to others, you know, who receive well from others yes. than someone else, you know? So just for their sake and for my sake as well, like, how many people that would have stopped God from getting to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um... You know, I grew up, my, my pastor was a female pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what I grew up with. She was a mentor to me through my parents' divorce. She was someone I looked up to when I was nine, I wanted to be a preacher. Mm-hmm. And I think God put that calling, th- this ministry calling on my life at nine years old. And I just like, I didn't know what to do with it or how to do it. And things happened and I made different choices. But so when you talk about, um, your family doesn't believe in women speaking. Like mm-hmm. when I first realized that as an adult, that like blew my yeah. mind because I wasn't, I didn't grow up that way. I didn't, I didn't grow up with that mentality. I didn't even know people believed that. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, if you go by with what you are taught yeah. or how you, you know, and the Bible says something totally different and that's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. We were not even going to dig into that today, mm-hmm. but, but like learning to accept what God is calling you to do, yeah. no matter what the society around you is telling you that, right. no, no, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm glad you listened to him and you're learning to embrace yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any like scripture that you cling to? Like if you're, if you're struggling with like embracing yourself and, and the, like the differences. Yeah. Almost. My favorite verse in the entire Bible kind of goes along with this and it's um, Jeremiah 1, 5. And it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Mm-hmm. And that word set apart has been like my life, like my two words that I always cling to is set apart. But what, what catches me is that after that scripture, Jeremiah is like, I can't do it. I'm too young. Like I'm not mm-hmm. qualified. The people who, the prophets before me, they were way older. They were way more yep. qualified. But Jeremiah, he's almost like, God, I can't do it. Like you can't send me, send somebody else. But God's like, no, like you're going to go, you're going to tear down these nations. You're going to build new ones. And so that's something that I've always claimed to like, I'm set apart. I was never meant to be part of the crowd. You know, I was meant for, right. a, specific, Amen. meant for a specific like assignment. You know, there are people who need what I get to bring to them. There are people who are going to get to God from the, me being his vessel. You yes. Know? Yes. So that's something that I always cling to that, that scripture, Jeremiah one five. I love it. I yeah. love it. And I love that you focused on set apart Yeah, because I think that's something that we don't focus on sometimes and we don't realize that we can't be like the world. We mm-hmm. can't be like society. We are set apart and sometimes we are different than what our family thinks. Yeah. And and that's hard. Yeah. That that can be hard because you love your family and you want your family to support you in what you do, but sometimes even in your own family yeah. you have to be set up set apart from them yeah. when it comes to embracing yourself and what how God's created you Absolutely. and what he's created you to do. And like if you follow the call that God has on your life, he's not going to leave you stranded. Like he's going to send you people that are going to be there to support you. Amen. You know, you're not going to be like, you're not going to follow uh, and be obe- obedient to what God tells you to do and then be left alone. Yes. That's something I've realized. I've had like, I have the best support system around me. You know, even though like I don't have like all the approval from like family members, I have the best support system like with my church, with my friends, with my spiritual leaders, you know? Yes. So it's not like I'm going to leave it and then everything else is going to be left behind. Right. Right. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. So good. See, girl, you are just wise beyond your years. Yeah. Wise beyond your years. Um, anything else? Like I, I like you're you're way younger and way smarter and way younger than and wiser than I am, girl. So like do you got anything else you need? Like God's speaking to your heart that you want to add about this topic? I think um, peer pressure can be a big thing when it comes to like accepting who you are. For me, Ooh. I've like never had a desire to like go drinking or partying or like go like hook up with all these people. Right. And for me, like with my family specifically, like I love them, everything. They're great. But but then specifically, it's almost like that's that's weird. Like you're 21. You need to go experiment. You know, like th- mm. this is not how you're supposed to be living at 21. Like I spent my 21st birthday at a freedom group, like a mm-hmm. small group. Yes, you did. And so I was like, like just because I didn't want to do that. And I have to embrace that. You know, I can't be like, okay, I'm 21. I'm supposed to go drink because even though if I don't want to, I'm going to do it anyways, because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. You know? So it takes a lot of like courage to accept the, your desires, you know, to accept, um, just embrace like what, what you think 
what you want to go with, you know? Like, yeah. if I don't want to drink, I'm not going to drink. And that's different because if I was in high school, I would still be thinking, like, I need to follow what these people want me to do, you know? Right. If I was in high school, it'd be a little different just because my mindset wasn't mature enough to be able to stand against it. Right. Um. So that's, like, something big is that knowing that it's okay if you don't want to do the things that the world tells you you're supposed to be doing. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's a big one. I think, um, too, because of the time that we live in I think social media yeah is such another thing that makes it hard to embrace yourself because oh, yeah. it's one it's peer pressure yeah um and two um it makes everybody else's life look better and more glamorous and more accepting but what people don't realize is people are just putting on the highlight reels Absolutely. they're not they're not sharing the bad the ugly the there's very few people who share the gritty yeah. dirty um, hard stuff. Yeah. They just want to show the highlights. And so then, and people, when we forget that we forget that, Oh, they're, they're only showing the good stuff. Yeah. They go through bad stuff too. And they have issues, but like how, like, did you do a lot of social media when you were in high school? Were I you? did do a lot of social media. I would say like, I was just because I was so quiet at school. I didn't have any friends at my school. Like all my friends were at my church. Cause I was very involved in church in Jacksonville. Um, like just myself. Um, so I like, I was still kind of embracing who I was. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't like trying to get invited to the parties. You know, I wasn't trying right. to like get into the social groups and everything just because I had that support outside of school. And so when I was on social media and everything, I never really had the comparison part kind of thing because I just felt like I had a strong support system that mm. loved me for who I was. And that's something that really saved me because if I didn't have that, I would have fallen into the trap. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I got very blessed to have like people who was like, okay, it's going to get bad, but I'm here to support you anyways. Like I'm here to love you. I love this part of you. They're going to try to tell you it's wrong, but I love this part. Yep. You know? Yep. I, um, um, I love, there's one more scripture I want to share and I'll get your thoughts on it. It's Psalms 119, uh, 73 and 74. And it says, you made me, you created me. Yeah. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. Mm -hmm. May all who fear you find in me a cause for joy for I have put my hope in your word. Like I, like, I feel like that is something that that scripture right there would be something good to pray every morning. Yeah. Like you made me, you created me. Now give me the sense. Yeah. Like, and I, I love this version. Give me the sense to follow your commands. Like, because sometimes like we don't ask for the help. Like, mm -hmm. and so I love this. And, um, and it kind of makes me think too about, um, snowflakes, like not one yeah. snowflake is alike right. like they are all there's no two snowflakes yeah. alike and so I think that's like snowflakes are soft and delicate and you know when they they just they just what's the word I'm trying to say like they just kind of they melt they, like, dissolve dissolve yeah. dissolve <laughs> that was like he's trying to think of a bigger word but like we as Christians um we don't have to dissolve yeah. like because God created us um, uniquely. And I think when we don't embrace ourselves, then we're just causing ourselves to dissolve, yeah. to, to decrease. Exactly. And we're putting like a cap on how much God can use us. Yes. Yes. And so even though we're unique, 
like a snowflake and there were there is no two snowflakes alike there is no two people alike he broke the mold with each and every one of us but I think we have to learn to um by embracing that and realizing that that beauty of a snowflake and how it's so different that that's how God created us he created us you know we're beautiful we're perfect and we have to remind ourselves of that like that we're beautiful and perfect and just like there's only one of us there's only one of us just like a snowflake but we have to learn to embrace that Mm -hmm. difference and that and not be like the snowflake that just dissolves right so i don't know that's good i don't know you you got anything else girl um no i mean i just wanted to encourage everybody just embrace it embrace who you are you know the world needs one of you it doesn't need two of somebody else right you know there's there's something that you have that everyone else doesn't have amen figure out what it is amen girl this was good this was good we hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments most importantly have you digging deeper into your relationship with jesus make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.